Welcome back to another episode of Nikki Square. I'm Nicole and I'm speaking with Nikki Ray, an author, and today we're going to be interviewing her. So, hey, Nikki, what's up? Hey, Nicole, not much. What's up with you? Nothing. What's been going on? Oh, you know, just getting through the holidays. Yep, yep. So, let's talk about uh, what you've been up to these days in your writing world. You want to talk about that? Sure. So I haven't published anything in a while since August of 2020. I actually, I know a lot of people say that the pandemic kind of slowed them down on their writing, but I actually was able to finish a book during the pandemic. Um, my Angel Face book um, was was published in August of 2020, but that's actually the last book that I published. Mm-hmm. Um so I have a few things going on. Um, I am actually working on another story in the angel face world. Um, at first it was going to be about the Decker character. Um, he is still in this book, but it's oh, not good. going to be primarily focused on him just yet, just because another story in this world kind of took over. Yep. Um, he will get his own book. Um, just not this one yet. Um, so I am working on that and I actually am, uh, it's actually very, very fun and it's going very, very well. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I actually have another book that I am about a third of the way through. Uh, and I may have actually talked about this a little bit before, um, but it's called soul music and it's about, Mm -hmm. well, it's about music. Two characters come together through music they bond through music um it's it's kind of a second chance romance Mm -hmm. um this one I started writing during the pandemic um as we've talked about on this podcast a ton of times I love music I love going to concerts and you know that kind of got shut down during um you know 2020 um and so I was very much longing to go to concerts and so I just decided you know I create worlds uh in my head all the time and write stories and (laughs) so I was like you know what I'm just gonna write concerts I'm gonna write a a book about music and about concerts and hopefully that will satiate my longing for going to concerts it did for a little while but it didn't you know it's not really like the real thing so yeah (laughs) but when you mentioned that, you know, you've been doing a lot of writing in here. How do you organize all that? Um, I think we've had a lot of authors respond something similar to this, but it's 100% true. It really is not about necessarily how I organize things. It really is about uh, what characters allow me to tell their story at that time. And it's actually really funny because... Uh, I was actually talking to my husband a couple of days ago uh, about one of the stories that I was working on. And I was just uh, trying, I was trying to tell him that, you know, unless you're a writer, it's kind of very hard to understand uh, that concept. And so 
I was trying to tell him, you know, I'm working on all of these stories and I have this story going on and I have this story going on. And, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm going to work on this story and I'll sit down and I'll try to work on this story. And it's like, no, you're not working on this story. It's like just the characters from this other story that I'm working on are like screaming at me and they're like, hey, you need to work on us for a little while. And I was telling him all of this. And I'm like, I know that's kind of crazy or it look, it sounds crazy. He's like, no, that definitely sounds crazy. <laughs> It does. It does. But to a person like me and your husband who don't write books, it does. Yeah. But at least you're organized about it, right? Yeah. I mean, so whoever is allowing me to tell their story at that time, um, I do. I, I work on that story. For the most part, I have self-imposed deadlines because I self-publish. And I'm not, I'm not always a huge fan of deadlines. So I don't really commit to a whole lot other than when I finish it. Once I finish the story, I will commit more, you know, to, um, to getting an editor, you know, getting things done so I can publish, but I cannot do those things until I finish the story because I have, what, what, I have a hard time like setting deadlines for myself just because I don't like to rush anything because I don't want it to be a forced story. Um, okay. Because okay. I feel like, I feel like it'll be inauthentic for me. And I just, I don't want that if that makes sense. Yeah. Now, do you do the old pen and paper? Or do you use your laptop? To write so it? when I, so when I first start a story, I do write down, um, I do write down the idea and I kind of hash out characters and, you know, kind of some, some plot uh, that I want to make sure that I have tightened and buttoned up. But for the most part, once I write all of it down, I have it committed to my mind. So I know like what I want it to, what I want, what kind of picture I'm trying to paint for the reader. Um, but out, other than that, it's really, I'm just writing at that point. Um, I don't really have like a super tight, um, outline it really is just kind of hashed out on characters like what I want them to look like um, where the story is going to take place but as far as like the action or the um, like the plot points that actually are going to happen within the story those I just allow those to happen as I'm writing so do you outline then uh, um, loosely so it's not a tight outline. It's very, like I said, like, I know, I know what the story is. I know kind of how it's going to begin and kind of what point I need to get to for the ending. But what's in between kind of just happens naturally. Okay. Okay. So let's go back way back, Nikki. What was okay. your, what, let's talk about your very first book. Um, what's the very the first book that I wrote? Yeah, your very first book. What was that? So it's called Lather, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of a different title. I don't know. I'm just one of those people that I don't like to be inside the box about everything. And so character names, titles of books, for the most part, titles of books. Um, I like to try to be super unique with those only because I don't want to I don't want it to seem like I'm trying to copy somebody. And I know that sometimes that whether you are trying to or not, it sometimes is impossible because there are so many stories out there 
it's, it's sometimes that's impossible, but I try my best to try to be super unique with like character names and titles and like story, uh, the actual story itself. Um, so it, the book is called Lather. Um, it's, it's a new adult, pretty much the, the two main characters are just recently graduated from high school, they're high school sweethearts. And then um, it kind of is about their life moving on from high school to college and kind of the heartache that goes on with, you know, young adult love and uh, the heartache that goes along with that. Yeah. So, um, and then what was your second book? So my second book is the first book in a, I'll say a series. There's, there's only two books in it. There may be a third one. I have not got to it yet, but um, it's called the Perfection Series. So the first book is Damage Perfection, and then the second book is Resisting Perfection. Okay. Um, the characters in that story are Fenton and Piper. Again, I really like to try to have unique names. So I just pretty much looked up a guy's name. I wanted it to start with the F. I knew that, and I wanted it to be unique. Um, so I came up with Fenton. I actually love that name so much now. Um, and they, they kind of meet on a chance meeting and they kind of like fall for each other. They kind of also happen to be in like the same type of work. Um, and Piper doesn't really know what she's getting into with Fenton. He is, um, something else, but (laughs) I would say he's a bad boy. He is a bad boy. Um, but he's such a lovable guy. I love him so much. Um, when, when we were doing, and I don't know if you remember this, but when we were doing promo for this, uh, book, we actually, this is when they had like, I actually don't even know if if Facebook still does this, but they had like little Lego people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we had like a little Lego guy that we use for him because he's a construction worker. And that's one of my favorite parts about him. He's a dirty construction worker, but they had this little construction worker Lego guy. And I'd always post him everywhere. It's like Lego Fent. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, I love Fenton so much, uh, Fenton and Piper. Like I said, there's two books. Um, there could potentially be a third book. I, I do think they're happily for their, their story ends happily for now. Um, like I said, there could be a third book though. Uh, I, it's just probably not going to be this year. Okay. And then after your damage perfection series, what's next? So we have broken minds. Um, that is a very dark and heavy story. I have zero idea where this story came from because I feel like it's coming out of the depths of my mind that I had no idea existed because it's such a dark book. Um, there is one, there's one element of it that I do have from my childhood. Um, it, so I, I don't know if you remember, but there is part of the book that happens in a basement. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to name the family member who did this, but they did lock me in a basement when I was little. Oh dear. Um, and I actually, as a child, I was scared of the dark. So between those two things, it was very traumatic for me for (laughs) this basement incident. And so I feel like maybe that's where the basement, uh, came from in this whole, uh, story but anyways Mm -hmm. it just it's about the two main characters 
they they go through a traumatic experience together when they're young they're very young um and it the story kind of just unfolds about how they live with that trauma how they come through that trauma um and you know their 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 journey together and so it does go into a little bit of the what happened during their traumatic experience but it's so dark that there's only glimpses of it i there i don't think that there's any way that i could actually i could actually write that full part of the story i i don't think i could get through it yeah and then after um, Broken Minds, what would be next? So the, and that brings us to, actually, let me back up a minute. There's actually two short stories that I have. There's a short story that follows up Lather and it's called The Date. And it's just uh-huh. a short story that I had for an anthology that uh, has Logan and Emily in it, who are the two main characters for Lather. And it's a cute story. It is on Kindle. I do not have it in paperback just because it is super short, but it's a cute story. I really love it. Uh, And so if you've read Lather, you know, you might, it's not something that the Lather does not end in a cliffhanger. So it's not something you like have to go read to figure out what happens next, but it is a cute little story that if you've read Lather, you might want to read it. Um, and then I do have another short story again, that was in a part of an anthology, a Christmas anthology from 2020, Uh um, that follows up, um, uh, Broken Minds. So it has, um, uh, Kata and Trevor in it. I couldn't even think of my character's name. It has (laughs) Kata, (laughs) it had Kata. It had Kata and Trevor in it. And again, um, it's just a cute little story. It's a Christmas story. Um, and so if you liked the Kata and Trevor characters, then you would, you know, you'd really like that story. Um, but then my last book uh, that, again, was published in 2020 was Angel Face. And so she's an assassin. Um, and she has... Uh, a, she has an unexpected trauma in her life that she is having a hard time dealing with because she's not one to really deal with her feelings. And she has a lot of them going on right now because of this experience. Um, And so uh, it just kind of is her journey about revenge, number one, Uh revenge and trying to figure out, trying to work out how she gets through the feelings that she's feeling. And so I actually love, I love all my stories, but I do love Angel Face just because she's such a strong female character. Um, And she was so fun to write. I actually loved writing her and I am loving writing the story uh, in that world that I'm working on right now. It does not have a title yet. It's not very far along. It's very new, but it's so much fun and I love it. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, I was going to ask you if you had to pick which book you like, which would it be? But you said that you loved all your books. I do love all my books for individual reasons. I do have to say, um, Broken Minds, just because like I said, it's such a different story. Um, and the characters just, they broke my heart into a million pieces and then put it back together again. Um, 
that one has a special place in my heart, but I don't know that I could specifically pick a book that of mine that's my favorite, really. So I, a lot of authors that I've ran into in the past have always, like, said that they had a muse. What is your muse when you write? Well, I think that can be different for different stories that you're writing. Um, and I honestly don't necessarily know if I have a muse or mm-hmm. have had a muse in the past. What I do is I will look up characters or I will just look up people with the um, characteristics that I want to portray my characters with and find maybe a photo that looks something similar to what I'm envisioning in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of go with that. Okay. But as far as like character traits or characteristics of the person, those are completely made up. And so actually, I guess I'm going to take that back. I have one uh, character who in my story that I'm working on right now, um, the soul music. So uh-huh. the, the main guy in that he's um, in music marketing. Uh, however, the muse that I have for him is M Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold. I'm sure you know who that is. Oh, absolutely. And I'm quite yeah. surprised, Nikki, because I thought when I was, because I'm going to disclaim everybody, I've read parts, I've got four, what, episodes left, I think you gave to me last night. And... Uh, well, this is, the, this is the soul music. It's not the episode oh. one. It's the short story that you read the a while ago. The short story, yes. Yeah. They're all so good. I'm just going to say that right now. Your <laughs> books are so good. But um, when I was reading that book, I was picturing you, like, thinking of Aaron Lewis. Our love oh, for really? Aaron Lewis. Yeah, the whole time. So that's just so wild that you were thinking of Vengeful 7. <laughs> yeah. And there I was thinking, oh. Aaron Lewis. Well, here's here's why I here's why I um, picked M Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold, uh, and maybe I because you and I don't were you thinking that because you know I like Aaron Lewis or just that's oh yeah the vibe totally. that you got from the story. No, totally. Like I was thinking, like she was thinking of Aaron Lewis the whole time, and I could totally see it. And, and I was, I was interpreting that the whole time too. So because well, maybe I, I need to, it. yeah, maybe I need to work on that. But here's why I was, here's why he's my muse for that book because I, but I can see like, that though. I could totally see it. Yeah, I feel like M Shadows has like two, and that this is probably true for all people in music or really in any part of the entertainment industry, but I can see it like night and day with M shadows. He has such a baby face that if he takes off the sunglasses and takes off the bandana that he wears and his stage persona, he is a completely different looking person. He has such a baby face. He could just be like, he could be like an executive as a, at a business. That's what yes, I'm you're absolutely right. Yeah. So then he has this stage persona where he's wearing the sunglasses and the bandana and he's got his hat on backwards. And, and see, that gave me Aaron Lewis right there. <laughs> yeah. And so that is, to me, he's a completely different person. And that's what I was going for with my character in soul music because and you don't know this part yet because you haven't read it, but there is a part of the main character whose name is Kelly. Okay. Um, where it requires him 
to have a stage persona. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give out any more than that, but there is part of him that requires him to have a stage persona. And so that's why I picked M shadows because I feel like the character that I wanted to portray is a music executive during the day and a stage person at night. Okay. Yeah. That would, and you know what, now that you've said it, thinking back to the, the book that I read, I'm like, Oh yeah, now I can see it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But I was still, when, when you were describing the bandana and, the, and all that, I'm like, mm, she's thinking of Aaron Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I love Aaron Lewis, though. You know that. I know you do. I love him, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, we, we, we touched base a little bit about all the stuff you're working on now. Can you give us a little glimpse of, like, some of the stuff? Like, have you signed up for any recent anthrop- is, is it anthropologies? Anthologies. Anthologies, yes. I I'm did, not, not actually, the science. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. I will be. I, I am going to be a part of some anthologies. I don't really have a lot of those worked out just yet, so I'm not going to say a whole lot. But um, I do have a couple of short stories in mind that I will be writing later on this year. And I'm super excited about that. Um, one of which, one of which is a type of story that I don't generally write. In fact, I am actually pondering creating a whole new pen name for it. You should. Um, I would be so interested in reading this too. <laughs> yeah. Because um, you're going to be writing outside your box. If this is the one that you and I personally talked face to face, like through phone and text message, I'm so interested in this, Nikki, because you know I'll be I'll be to read for you. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's definitely outside of my genre. So I have been pondering on the idea of creating a whole new pen name, but at the same time, like I feel like um, you may gain some new readers. I might gain some new readers, but at this, also at the same time, I kind of just want to put it out there under my regular pen name I feel like I know that there are people uh, authors out there who like to have separate pen names for different genres and I completely understand that there are readers who also appreciate that Um, but at the same time you know I feel like I want to be a flexible writer as one person and so I think I really think I'm leaning towards not creating another pen name and just going for it I don't know I'm super nervous about it but I don't know we'll see I think think you'll be able to do it and then um so like let's just say like one day off the street an author approached you and said hey Nikki let's co-write who would be your dream author? Ah, and I think I may know this answer. <laughs> Can I pick anybody or realistically? <laughs> anybody, anybody, anybody. So I, my favorite author is Iris Johansson and I love the stories that she writes, but I would have to say, and this is because the, the types of stories that she writes, and I feel like it would be super interesting just to kind of talk to her and kind of get mm-hmm. an understanding of how her mind works. And that's Taryn Fisher. I really? love her story so much. Yes. See, story... I was thinking more of the lines of the lady that did Gabriel's Inferno. Oh, Sylvain Reynard. Uh, yeah. Sylvain Reynard. Yeah. Um, 
I mean that he obviously yes I would love to write with any of those they're 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 awesome um I would definitely not say no to that um but yeah I probably would kind of lean more towards Taryn Fisher just because I just love her story so much and I just think that she does such she does such a great job with the type of stories that she writes mm-hmm. like weaving weaving the story like in and out of like craziness that I just I love it or my other person and she's kind of in she's kind of in the same type of stories and that's Jillian Flynn I love her so much oh yeah she's good she's good she's good yeah so okay I I just lost my question I was gonna ask you and it was a good one too (laughs) I hate when that happens. I know. Thank Nicole. Thank Nicole. Okay. All right. Here's one. Um, so like if you're writing, if you're, if you're writing, do you play music in the background or do you total like quiet, no distractions? Um, I listen to music. I have to have headphones on, um, because my house, I have a bunch of cats and I have a husband and I have a child and there's just always a lot going on. Um, even though I'm in my office and I have the door closed, I still kind of can hear or, you know, kind of worry about what's going on out there. So I usually when I'm writing, I have to have my headphones on. So it kind of just blocks out everything. I even tell my husband, I'm like, all right, I'm putting my headphones on. I'm writing. So you're in charge of the house. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever thought about making playlists? Um, for your books? I, I have, I have thought about that. I did make a playlist when I first wrote Lather. And and so the funny story about Lather is I had started writing Lather, um, but I kind of was stuck in a place. And I just randomly one day was watching TV and there was this tire commercial that came on and it had a song in the background. And I was like, okay, that song kind of goes with the story that I'm writing. And so I just literally listened to that song over and over and over and over and over again while I was writing. And it literally helped me finish the story, which was crazy to me. What song was that? Um, it's called, oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. It's, it's called. It's not Save Big Money at Menards, is it? It is not. It's a, um... <laughs> For any of those who don't know, that's a Midwestern store. Yeah, no, it was a tire commercial. It was a tire commercial. I think it was for Goodyear, maybe. Um, I'm gonna have to come back to you on the songs because I cannot. I don't That's have it at right. the top of my head right now. That's all right. That's all right. Things happen. You forget. I forget stuff, and I'm too old now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was just wondering if you ever because I would be interested in hearing what your playlist would be like. Get in so your the, get in your mind. Yeah. So the funny thing is, is a lot of times, uh, like for example, with my with my um, story "Broken Minds," mm-hmm. the, the song that I listened to that the most was um, "Talking to the Moon" by um, oh, his name just lost. I just lost his name. Um, Talking. Let me Google him. "Talking to the Moon." "Talking to the Moon" by Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. Yeah, Bruno Mars. So. Bruno Mars was that song was my main song for Broken Minds. Um, there was another song, I Will Be There. The I Will Be There song, I'm pretty sure, is the one for Lather. Um, 
Let me see. Yeah, Nikki, I think you would be, I think if you Odessa. Just, so, oh, okay. So sorry. But it's I Will Be There by Odessa is the song that I listen to to write Lather. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Angel Face, like there's so much action in Angel Face. Um, Did you break out but- the James Bond? <laughs> so what I what I did for Angel Face was like I had to listen to a lot of songs that had a lot of beat and a lot of rhythm to them just to kind of keep my you know keep myself in the my blood pumping. Yeah. So I would I would have busted out the, that's all I had in my head when I was reading um Angel Face was some 007 music Angel, you know. Yeah. Uh, didn't they have like a song called Angel Eyes or something on James Bond? Um, maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's all I thought about when I was, because I, sometimes, you know, you do put, like, music in your head when you're reading books. Oh, and, yeah. And, and I mean, as a reader, I mean, you do, too. So, yeah. you know, the whole time I was thinking of all the James Bond songs. <laughs> 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 oh, lordy. Um, let's see. Uh Besides, um, like, if you had to pick out of your books, let's say Passion Flicks came up to you and said, Nikki, we would like to make a book, a movie out of one of your books. Which book would you submit? I would probably, so because Passion Flicks is a romance, I would have to pick uh, Lather or and the date and the date or uh, the the soul music that I'm working on right now, but I yeah. definitely think that Angel Face would be a fantastic thriller movie. That's yeah. just my opinion. <laughs> I agree, and I think we should start like a hashtag on Facebook. Get lather made for <laughs> I do. That would be awesome because <laughs> some of that stuff I think would be awesome. Some of your books would actually be good if they were made into a Hallmark movie too. Think so? Oh yeah, you have to like whenever they like send out emails or something. I'll keep an eye on it. Where they're saying if you know somebody that writes or anything, submit to the homework channel. Because um, I think your books are they're they're like they're not dirty, you know. Um, right. And I like that about your books because they're just good wholesome love stories and good wholesome action adventures. Good. Um, grasping things with like about mental health, especially with broken minds. Yeah, you know. Um, I just think I just think that your books are good enough to be presented to somebody like the Hallmark Channel or Lifetime, or you know, Passion Flicks to get the get, get them submitted. Well, Ooh, I appreciate maybe. you saying that. Thank you. Yeah, I would. I would do it. If you don't, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to say I have uh, in a couple of weeks, I have, um, we, you had asked me about my most recent book that I published, which was in 2020. Um, But I do actually have a new story coming out in a couple of weeks. I'm trying something new. Um, I don't know if you or if anyone listening has heard of Kindle Vela. It's kind of like, have you heard of Radish or Kiss where it's like you read the story in episodes? Yes. Okay. So that's what it is. 
uh, Kindle Vela, it's, it's Amazon or Kindle's version of the serialized stories. And so it's, it, the story is written in episodes and it's released in episodes. Um, Very this is, cool. Yeah. It's brand new for me. I've never uh, written in episodes and I got to say, I've never read a book in episodes and I'll be quite honest with you. I don't know if it's something that I would enjoy. Apparently a lot of people do enjoy it. We will see. Um, but I don't know that it's a way that I would enjoy reading stories. Uh, but I will tell you, I absolutely loved writing stories in episodes. It was so much fun. Really? Like, what's the requirements for each episode? Like, how many pages? So there's not a page requirement. It just has to be between 500 and 6,000 words. It can't be below 500 or above 6,000 words. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I think mine are about in between about 23 and 2,500 words per episode. And there are seven episodes. Um, I just, I just thought it was interesting and fun. Um, trying to craft each episode to where the reader would want to come back next week and read the next episode. You know what I mean? Now, yeah, yeah. Now this Kindle Delta that you're talking about, is it like a paid prescription like how kindle unlimited is so the kindle vela is kindle vela my bad yeah that's okay so basically readers will get the first three episodes of a story for free you you can get kindle vela on your already existing kindle app you just have to uh go to the kindle vela part of your kindle Mm -hmm. but you get to read the first three episodes for free and then any episode after that that requires tokens and so you have to purchase tokens um i don't really know like the amount of tokens like generally it would take to read but it's per word count so the more words the story is the more tokens it's going to take for you to read that story interesting yeah interesting so nikki where can all our read all of our listeners find all your books at uh, so currently I'm in a, right now, all of my stories are all in Kindle Unlimited. Um, I go through phases. I'll keep the Kindle Unlimited for a couple of, um, a couple of rounds. For people who don't know, Kindle Unlimited, when you, when authors put a book in there, they have to be exclusive with Amazon for three months. So that meaning I can't publish the same story in Kindle Unlimited and then go publish it on iBooks at the same time. And that's for a three month period. So I usually will keep them in uh, Kindle Unlimited for a while, but I have one book that sells really, really well on Apple. And so I go back and forth um, with that one, uh, which it happens to be Lather. I don't know what it is, but man, I, a lot of people who uses iBooks love Lather. Really? So, okay, yeah. cool. So, so I'll go back and forth with that one. I'll put it in Kindle Unlimited for a while and then I'll put it back wide on all platforms. Um just because I do think Kindle Unlimited is a good program and I want everyone to be able to read my stuff. But I also think that everyone on all platforms should also be able to read my books. And so that's why I go back and forth. Okay. So I'm trying to think. Of, oh, I just lost my train of thought too. Again. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you're um so you are on books and barnes and noble i 
iBook, Amazon, Kindle Unlimited. Am I missing not, anything? I'm not currently on anything other than Kindle. And okay. that's because I'm in Kindle Unlimited and I can't be on anything else. Okay. But you're normally on iBooks if, if you're not on Kindle Unlimited. Yes. Yep. And okay. Barnes and & Noble and Nook and uh, Rakuten, Kobo, all of those places. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, do you have any, um, when do you plan on releasing these new books that you're writing? Do you know? So the newest story that I just told you about the episode based story on Kindle Bella, that actually is coming out. The first episode will be releasing on January the 17th. Okay. Um, and then, so there's seven episodes. And so that will be released over uh, once a week, over a seven week, seven week period. Uh, again, starting on January the 17th. So I'm very excited about that. This is something new just to see how it works. Um, and I have to say this story, um, I actually haven't said a whole lot about this story. So let me actually tell you about that one a little bit. Yeah. So this story is about um, an almost 40 year old who her husband left her for a younger woman. And now her group of friends um, have talked her into joining a dating app. Um, and for, uh, from what I have heard and from the research that I have done, uh, cause I've been married just about all my life. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> um, the dating scene now is a lot different than the dating scene from way back when I was not married. So I kind of had a little bit of fun with that research and kind of just incorporated it into the story. And so, uh, basically what happens, and I'm not going to tell you everything, but basically what happens is she finds someone she was not expecting, um, to hook up with, uh, in this story. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, just because I made her my age. So she's my age and basically made her, her, you know, her marriage length was the same length as my marriage. So I kind of just kind of just faced it as like what if this was me what if this happened to me how would I react to it and so this kind of I just had a lot of fun with it and I'm super excited to see how people react to the story oh good I can't wait can't wait yeah and then so I have um, an anthology story that's supposed to be releasing the one that I'm stepping outside of my box on I don't have a whole lot of information outside of um it's supposed to be releasing early in 2023, but I don't okay. have any, I don't have any solid dates or anything. As far as the angel face world story, um, I have set up myself a writing schedule to try and get these books finished in a timely manner because I'm going to try really hard to put some books out this year. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm hoping to have that one finished by the spring. Okay. Um, and so hopefully I'll be able to have that out later this year, probably around the end of the year. The soul music book, I do not have a date on that. I'm hoping that I get that finished in between the Angel Face World book and my anthology book. Those are the two of my main focuses right now. Um, but I'm hoping to have soul music finished in between those two. So hopefully in the summer I get that finished. Um, and then that can be published early next year okay so let's say um you're like 
what's your advice to new authors out there? Uh, my advice to new authors is just write. Your story cannot be finished unless you actually write it. And that is actually more difficult than people think that it is. But, you know, we've been doing, and I know whoever has been listening to us consistently has been hearing all of the author interviews that we've been doing over the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And that one of the questions that we asked them was about writer's block Mm -hmm. and we've got a lot of different answers to that I feel we did we did um one of the one of the um one of the good answers and I'm not saying that any of them are wrong or bad but one of the answers that I thought was very interesting was from Desiree Lafon and she had talked about um being able to get through writer's block because she wrote out of order. And she said it was painful um, for her to do it because she has to write in linear order. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did get her, it did help her work through a writer's block. And I had never thought about that. I ne- never thought about doing it that way because I just had always told myself, well, I have to write in a linear order because how will I know what's going to happen on down the road if I don't start here and work my way to it. Mm-hmm. But when she said that, it kind of clicked something in my mind. And I was like, you know what? That's actually a really good idea. So for me, the advice that I would give, number one, again, is just write. Just even if you have to write some nonsense about something completely different than what you're working on, it gets you out of the mindset of I cannot write. Just write. No matter what it is, just write. Um, but also try to work yourself through writer's block. There's going to be some times when you can't do that. And that's okay. Your mind shuts down and you're just like, you know what? I don't know what I'm writing. I don't know what I'm doing. Let's just not do this right now. And that's okay. That happens. But if you let it sit too long, it's going to be very difficult to come back to whatever you're working on. That's what I have discovered. And maybe that's just something about myself, but I feel like that's, really hard to come back from when you let your manuscript or your story or whatever you're working on sit for too long. And have fun. Have fun with it. Because if you're not having fun with it or you're not enjoying the story that you're writing, it probably isn't the story you need to be telling. Right. Right. That's brilliant. That's good. That's good advice. I like that, Nikki. Thanks. I remember her saying that now. In my yeah. fireball haze. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, such a fun interview. We had so much fun. We did. We had a great time. And I had a great time hanging out with you. It was just so much fun. It always is a good time. Yeah, always. Always. You just never know what comes out of our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> so, all right. Well, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners before we end our lovely I just, just follow us, follow our podcast. I'll be posting not only our podcast stuff, but whenever I have something new coming out, we'll talk about it or I'll post about it just because I can. (laughs) Um, So, but if you don't want to follow the podcast, I am literally on just about every single social media platform under author Nikki Ray and Nikki is N-I-C-K-I. There is another Nikki Ray out there, N-I-K-K-I 
wonderful author, but we write completely different stories. So you're welcome to follow. Yeah, you're welcome to follow her. In fact, I suggest you follow her because she writes fantastic stuff, but it is not me and we do not write the same thing. So if you follow her expecting my stories, you will be, um, it'll be good stories but it won't be the same stories. So um, yeah, you can just follow me on any platform under author Nikki, N-I-C-K-I, Ray, R-A-E. Awesome. And then you can always follow us on Instagram and Facebook for Nikki Square. And Twitter and TikTok. We're on all of them. I forgot about TikTok. We need to make a TikTok video. <laughs> I've been putting I've been putting stuff on there. You haven't? Okay. I got a yeah. follow us then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you need to be following us. You're not following us already? No, I didn't know. I'm such a bad co-host. I did not know we had a TikTok. And TikTok is fun. Yeah, it is. You'll you'll be scrolling. The next thing you know, it's like three hours later. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, um, anything else we want to discuss before we hang up? No, I think that's it. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. Yeah, this has been fun. It's been a good time. We've met some groovy people. And yeah, it's been a good time. (laughs) It has been a good time. I agree. I love doing podcasting. It's one of my favorite things to do now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So easy. Yeah. Yep. We just gab about what we like and then we go from there. (laughs) Yep, exactly. All right. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for letting me interview you and, and hopefully we'll get some new people out here to listen to us and follow us on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, right? Yeah. Yep. Nikki Square, N-I-C-K-I. Did I say that right? Yep. Squared. Squared. Yep. And that's the end of our episode. (laughs) Everyone make good choices. That's right. Bye. Bye.